Hey all, this is Sean Gerber. Thank you for listening today, but before we get started, I have a couple of questions for you. Are you caught in the daunting maze of CISSP preparation, unable to find your way forward? That's precisely where I found myself when I began studying for the CISSP. Overwhelmed would be an understatement. There are now an ocean of CISSP training programs available, and are you unsure which ones to trust? I remember the struggle, but there was nothing accessible to me outside of the pricey boot camps. And that's precisely why CISSP Cyber Training came into existence, to illuminate your pathway towards acing the CISSP exam. At CISSP Cyber Training, I've forged the CISSP blueprint into a step-by-step guide to navigate you through the intricacies of the CISSP journey designed to provide you the direction and guidance you need to pass the CISSP exam confidently. But don't just take my word for it. Listen to what one of my students, Kevin Fallon, had to say about the CISSP blueprint. This is precisely what I needed in your course, direction. The blueprint is the perfect roadmap to stay on track. I appreciate its clarity and tangible sense of progress it brings. A phenomenal tool for revision. And then there was another from Christopher Wagstaff. Sean Gerber, your guidance was invaluable throughout the CISSP study and certification process. Thank you for breaking the monotony. Once you've wrapped up with the podcast, make your next stop, CISSPCybertraining.com, and let's together turn the tide in your favor, meeting your CISSP goals and catapulting your career in cybersecurity. Now, without further ado, let's get going. Giddy up. Welcome to the Reduce Cyberist Podcast, Episode 75. Practice CISSP exam questions. Welcome to the Reduce Cyberist Podcast, where we provide you the training and tools you need to pass the CISSP exam while enhancing your cybersecurity career. Hi, my name is Sean Gerber, and I'm your host for this action packed, informative podcast. Join me each week as I provide the information you need to grow your cybersecurity knowledge so that you're better prepared to pass the CISSP exam. All right, let's get going. Hey, good morning, everybody. Hope everybody's doing well this beautiful day. And so uh, this is a day is another conclusion, not conclusion. That's not the right word. A compilation. See, I can't use $10 words very well. Um, It's a continuation. Yes, continuation of CISSP practice exam questions for those of you who are studying for your CISSP. And hopefully you are having a good week in studying for that. And this is one more little bit to help you during that process. So today we're going to talk about CISSP exam questions. Okay, so let's get started with the first question. What is the major disadvantage of using certificate revocation lists, or otherwise known as CRLs? What is the major disadvantage for using certificate revocation lists, CRLs? A, key management. B, latency. C, record keeping. Or D, vulnerability to brute force attacks. All right, so what is the key disadvantage for using a certificate revocation list? Key management, latency, record keeping, or vulnerability to brute force attacks. Okay, so if you would go and go through this a little bit, you'll understand a little bit about if it's vulnerable to brute force attacks, probably not one, so you need to throw that out. Record keeping, probably not one. Need to throw that one out. So then you start getting into two and or A and B. You might go, hmm, which one is it? Because it could be either one. You're kind of going in your mind. But a certificate 
revocation list would be a challenge, a disadvantage of it would be A, latency. Okay, because basically certificate revocation lists introduce an inherent latency to the certificate expiration process due to the time lag between the distributions. It basically, they're, they're, you're put on that list and then what ends up happening is, is it takes time sometimes for if you put a certificate on the list that's pushed out to a computer, then it may not always be on there. So there is a latency issue that takes from it being updated. So that is what the CRL check disadvantage is, is latency. Next question, how many encryption keys are required to fully implement an asymmetric algorithm with 10 participants? So how many encryption keys are required to fully implement an asymmetric algorithm with 10, one zero, participants? Okay, so again, focus on asymmetric algorithms, and then there's 10 people. So A is 10, B is 20, C is 45, and D is 100. All right, so you got to start thinking about that. Which one is it? How many keys? How many encryption keys are required to fully implement an asymmetric algorithm with 10 participants? A, 10. B, 20. C, 45. D, 100. And the answer is, guessing, guessing, 20. That's right. 20 is an asymmetric algorithm. Each participant requires two keys, right? Your public and your private key. So if each person has to have two keys, then that would be 20. All right, next question. When correctly implemented, what is the only cryptographic system known to be unbreakable? Air quotes, unbreakable. A, transposition cipher. Now that's a big $35 word. Substitution cipher, advanced encryption standard, or otherwise known as AES, or last one is a one-time pad. Okay, so when correctly implemented, again, the key term, correctly implemented, what is the only cryptographic system known to be unbreakable? A, a transposition cipher, B, a substitution cipher, C, an ad advanced encryption standard, AES, or D, one-time pad. And the answer is D, one-time pad. Assuming that it's properly installed and utilized, a one-time pad is the only known cryptographic system that is not vulnerable to attacks. Why? Because it's one-time. Um, and that, then you can't really do anything to it since it's a one-time pad. But those are the ones that you need to consider yourself with is the only known crypt, only crypto system known that is unbreakable. One-time pad. All right. I uh, hope everybody is doing well this beautiful day. And, you know, as, as everything else goes on in SeanGerber.com and Reduce Cyber Risk, you can check me out at Sean Gerber, S-H-O-N-G-E-R-B-E-R, -E and I can get you all the stuff you need to pass the CISSP exam. All right, I hope you have a wonderful day, and we will catch you on the flip side. See ya. Thanks so much for joining me today on my podcast. Head over to SeanGerber.com and look at all the free content that I have available for you. There is a CISSP mini course, free CISSP exam questions, podcasts, and so much more. It's all available to my email subscribers, so sign up. If you want my personalized CISSP training, purchase my training courses, and I'll be there to help you with your CISSP needs so you can pass the test the first time. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you on the flip side. See ya. Thanks so much for listening today, as it was my pleasure to prep you for the CISSP exam. But are you interested in some free CISSP exam questions? 
Head on over to CISSPQuestions.com and sign up for, to join my email list and you will gain access to 30 free CISSP questions each and every month. That's a total of 360 questions just for signing up with CISSP Cyber Training. You will also gain access to other free resources, so just head on over to freeCISSPQuestions.com or CISSPCyberTraining.com and sign up today. All right, have a wonderful day, and we'll catch you on the flip side. See you.